0: Welcome to Soothing Harmonies of Love, Psyche, and Soul with host Danielle Burns, an inspiring program that explores real stories and rich melodies of love, creativity, and wisdom with guests from a deep healing perspective. Discover how sacred archetypal experiences illuminate new areas of awareness during life transitions. Now, here is Danielle Burns.
1: Hello,
2: and welcome back to Love, Psyche, and Soul, and our third episode on everything in living music, a catchy phrase these days, as in history... Music has been a potent tool for fostering sacred awareness. The musical sounds we hear or express through voice, especially the vowel sounds, are viewed as representations of the divine. The experience is all-encompassing, affecting our lives emotionally, and hinting at God's imminence and transcendence. Music is a useful metaphor for an experience that is beyond the ability of words to describe. The dimensions of music are natural aspects of what it means to be fulfilled, and all human beings have access to this form of transcendence. While separated from day-to-day activities, it is the expression of everything in the physical world, bringing about sensations that are not only archetypal in nature, but a confirmation of its accessibility, where events are understood subsequently in emotional or intellectual terms. The experiential moment, the thing itself, is spiritual in nature, where it takes precedence over the analysis of it. This episode presents a perspective on musical creativity as an expression of hidden aspects of the self, especially as it ignites creative fires on the path to self discovery and personal integrity. Today, We will hear how this took place in the life of our talented guest, Wendy Colonna, a soul singer and songwriter in Austin, Texas. In her songs, Wendy explores emotionally gripping truths about loss, anguish, and love. Her album, No Moment But Now, strikes right at the heart of life. Her beautifully rendered song, I Will Take You In, is showcased in New Depression Magazine as an anthem about the power of selflessness and love in resistant and hateful times. We will have an opportunity to listen to Wendy's beautiful story during this first segment, after which I will have an opportunity to introduce her to you following the first break. So, go ahead and get comfortable, grab your earphones, no moment but now, it's the time to listen in to this beautiful story, so now we will begin with our featured story. May of 2016, I went from living in a tiny home, a 1964 avion camper, in a solo troubadour lifestyle, join a family and become a stepmother to some of the most incredible young people
1: I've ever known.
2: That summer, I married my amazing partner, Ryan. But then one year, we were expecting a baby boy, Charlie, any day. But the journey had only just begun. This new baby challenged my career in ways I couldn't predict. While I was thrilled about Charlie's arrival, I had to ask myself the harder questions about what's important and which parts of my life I would put to rest. I experienced a lot of gratitude in the back and forth Questioning, as well as grief. It's a delicate inner dance, and I was not alone in it, though I felt that way at times. That said, I had a few more feelings than usual the week leading up to Mother's Day. In May of 2018. My son was about a year old, and father had passed away the previous December. The everyday joys of babies first intermingled with feelings of loss. Unfinished business, and odds, I also felt overwhelmed by a deeper connection to humanity, especially women who have lost children, those who deeply yearn to be mothers, and the mothers who hustle day in and out, to parent and stay on career paths, despite all the odds. Staying juggling it all, and somehow, making it work
1: another day.
2: As a professional musician and older mom, I often wondered how in the world all the amazing mothers in the topsy-turvy music business and their families alive for almost 20 years I nurtured a career that required mostly 12 to 16 hour days seven days a week for months on end financially it required sacrificing stability predictability Required me to reinvest sometimes 80% of my income back in a low ROI product, an album, just to stay in the game. This gamble required me to ride the roller coaster of this volatile business deep into the valleys and up to the peaks without. in situations with deep, mindful breathwork and practicing non-attachment. Through my pregnancy, every part of my body showed up for me in ways that helped me stay rhythmically balanced, grounded, and fully present to Charlie. I had not been sure what awaited on the other side of Charlie's birth in terms of my career. I wasn't so cocky to believe I could be everything to everyone all the time. my hey. The greater life purpose while weathering these storms. My experience in the music business helped me remain resilient. It gave me permission to also see the work I was doing in a secret light. Even when things felt dark and uncertain, the ups and downs and challenges of my career had provided a deeper source of meaning. I felt liberated as I surrendered to life, dying to myself and allowing a rebirth of my identity as a mother. But the journey did not impact just one person. There were many more people on the line. This rebirth allowed me to see more clearly my own dharma, a sense of purpose, and other people's
1: dharma. I simply
2: need... I began pursuing a deeper calling to pursue life and career coaching. I wanted to help others in life and career transitions to connect their action-based priorities with their values. Motherhood had shown me. service, and service leads to action-based transformation that profoundly touches others and ripples out into the world around me. Today, I am deeply in love with my career, my husband. Every single day, I also discover the sacred. Feel connected and present to their messy human experiences. My vocation as both a songwriter and coach provides me with a sense of near comfort and compassion for the personal narratives of others through the creation of new mantras and musical tunes. experiences of people What a delight and ray of sunshine, Windy Kelowna is to so many people and I invite all of you to just stay tuned in as we will have a chance to meet this lovely soul in person right after this quick break, so stay with us.
1: We don't follow, we lead.
2: Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: Everything changes. All roads lead to an end. Yet, here on the sea of the setting sun, you can experience the bliss of movement and never say goodbye. With the wind at your side, swaying to the currents of life, you can listen to velvety skies whispering inviting you to pause and reflect along this lover's aisle. Conscious healing and consulting facilitates new levels of empowerment, growth and awareness using techniques rooted in wisdom, traditions of the heart and other ways of knowing. While we can't change difficult situations in your past, we will work together to better understand your present circumstances for a more meaningful life. Why not slow down and set yourself free? Let the wonder of your heart, soul, and imagination set sail for a change. Visit Conscious Healing and Consulting on the web at ConsciousHealingConsult.com.
2: Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and
3: best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click Register at
2: the top.
0: Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at Keyword Voice America. You are tuned in to Love, Psyche and Soul with Danielle Burns. If you have a question about our program or story you'd like to share with our listeners, we'd love to hear from you by email to soul at gmail.com. Again, that's LovePsychesoul at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show.
2: Hey, and thank you for staying tuned in to our third episode on everything A living music. Before the break, we were listening to an amazing story concerning the life of Wendy Colonna and how the emotional experiences she endured were uncovering helping her to bond with her baby and ignite creative fires on the path to self-discovery. Indeed, these unique creative experiences make room for both men and women to claim disowned aspects of the self, essential for taking on a more effortless role in accepting and cooperating with the meaningful inner aspects of one's life. And this process is grounded in reflecting on personal life experiences and taking responsibility for what arises in the emergence of a new identity. And so now I have an opportunity to introduce you to Wendy, again, a talented singer, songwriter, and force of nature, I'll add, in Austin, Texas. So Wendy, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Danielle. Hi. I am so excited to introduce you to all of our listeners and just to kind of give them a flavor of all of your beautiful achievements. You know, I want them to know that you were invited to lend some beautiful uplifting songs at the Austin Women's March. You were also um, invited to perform at Austin's Earth Day festivities. You are a talented woman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you had the Thank honor, you. yes, you had the honor of sharing the stage with legends like Mavis Staples and uh, uh, Delbert McClinton, Edgar Winter, and more. You've produced custom songs for advertisements uh, like Coca-Cola, and many of these were featured Uh, Let's see, one of those topped ad week. That was a happy song. And then My Southwest Louisiana Home took home several Addy Awards. So there's so many beautiful things about um, what you've been able to achieve, the gifts that you've offered so many people. And you are talented.
3: Sounds really fancy coming from you. (laughs) Yes, it does. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know, so what, we're, we're always just present with the moment we're in, and uh, we forget absolutely. that you know the road we've been on. I, sometimes I have to be reminded that all those things are in, indeed in my rearview mirror.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to have you tell us how your music models that legacy of connection, um, inclusiveness, and showing up for oneself and others, as as mentioned in your story.
3: Well. I feel like music is one of the only sanctuaries that we have in this day and age of incredible divisiveness where people come for the same thing (laughs) and walk away with something profound and transformational regardless of their opinions of life or other people prior to that experience. So I feel like as a musician, we almost have like a shamanic call in in a sense to unify people where they're otherwise divided. And so, and I know that sounds, that may sound kind of uppity, but I seriously believe that from experience, I watch people from so many different backgrounds, socio-political, economic, um, religious, political backgrounds coming together around a song or an anthem. And the, the evidence is there. And, you know, there's all kinds of science that backs up all the beneficial things that music does to our bodies. But... There's also something about putting away our smallness and connecting with the vibration of a song that makes us feel bigger and more connected to the world than than we know. You know, like when you attend a major sporting event and everybody sings together or chants together, there's a thing, and it's the same in music. There's a collective benefit from being a part of an anthem or a a song that has great meaning or a song that touches Mm -hmm. us and it transcends our, our sort of, you know, sort of everyday yucky conversations that we, or beliefs, or stories that we tell about ourselves.
2: Does that make sense? hmm absolutely. And what I love about everything that you're saying is that you've actually come out with a, a new album, your latest album, which I mentioned was is Every Moment But Now. And so I was hoping you no could tell- No Moment But Now. Uh-huh. No moment, that is, No Moment But Now. And what I was hoping <laughs> to tell us a little bit about that, how this album became a new creation Uh, for you that entered your mind how did that enter um as a new creation for you for the very first time
3: well that was the most of the records i've made in the past um i wrote a bunch of songs and then i would go to a studio or work with a producer to try to find ways that we could bridge them all together in a cohesive way that they sounded like they belonged together Mm -hmm. Um, No Moment But Now was birthed in a very different way. I had long conversations with my friend and co-conspirator Mark Addison uh, who produced the record and wrote uh, several of the songs alongside me in the the process Um, he's a great songwriter and a great producer and just real visionary and we decided from the start on this one that we would uh, let it grow out of conversations instead of trying to piece together something that may or may not go together. So um, Mm -hmm. we tried to let it just evolve on its own instead of forcing it to uh, fit, which was cool. And I'm really glad because who knows in this day and age um, where singles are overtaking the music market again, uh, we're returning to the Uh, you know a marketplace of singles as opposed to albums Mm
0: -hmm. and who
3: knows if I'll have the bandwidth to create a collection again and I really enjoyed experiencing this uh, in a slow grow process where we had conversations about things that I felt were important or places uh, that I wanted to explore thematically and we would talk through those themes and then I would go do writing and uh, and then return to the conversation with the shell of a song or a few verses and choruses or he would give it a whirl and so a lot of these songs we co-created um, after conversations about the songs and mm. so they were really really nice unfoldings um, and sort of they took shape and we also decided that we would produce them in a luxuriously long way where we'd visit it and then let it sit, and then visit it and let it sit. And most of the time in music, you go into a studio and you track a whole record in a week mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it actually, we, we took our time over about a year and a half. We started with some demos, some ideas that I had. We let them sit and for probably six months, and then we revisited them and started working on them again, refining them, and sort of coming up with better phrasing or more interesting uh, melodic rifts or a different bridge or something let the story unfold more naturally than trying mm. to force a story so it was really really fun and mm-hmm. a super interesting way to create I loved it and so over that period of time uh, I reconnected with a friend who then like later became my husband uh mm. and and our friendship started to unfold in a different sort of way um So some of that informed the narrative, and I think if we had forced the narrative earlier, it may not have had the richness that it deserved, or, um, you know, if certain historical events hadn't happened between the beginnings of those conversations and the later ones. I mean, the song Girls Like Me was a pre-Me Too movement song, but it came out just before it, and it's a song about uh, women who feel like they live on the fringe but have a powerful calling uh,
0: Mm. to be a
3: part of something. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of sort of magical stuff that happened because we let it breathe and grow on its own.
2: Mm, Beautiful. So this album was important to you personally. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So what do you know now about yourself that you didn't know before in terms of the personal uh, process that you endured in creating this beautiful album? Hmm.
3: Wow. I feel like it's a lifetime ago when we started that I mean when we began that conversation I was single I didn't even have a home I was living on the road so full-time that I didn't even have a place to call home mm-hmm. for about two years mm-hmm. and now I uh, I have a household of, of six um, between my husband and myself my mother and my biological kid and our awesome step kids so um, and currently our third step uh, daughter is here and she's got her two babies so we have three toddlers and you know <laughs> oh it's, it's incredible but that is a very different life than being on the road by myself uh, living in my mind and in my imagination I'm I live inside the imagination of little people now
2: <laughs> oh my god you and me so both
3: it's different. it's different it's just a different world so to recall who I was before and who I am after is I mean it's so different but The things that that album did to transform me were certainly areas of, um, allowing things to unfold instead of trying to force things Mm -hmm. like really letting that album take shape on its own time, uh, frame was really valuable and singing about things that mattered, knowing I wasn't going to necessarily touch everybody, but the people I would touch, I would touch deeply. That was a career stance that I had to choose because I think as when we're younger, we want to be everything to everybody. And as we grow older That's and so we start right. to understand ourselves, we understand that we can't always be everything to everyone, but the people we are something to, we can go very deep. So yeah, I, I tried to sort of embody that and know that not all critics were going to love it, but the ones who did would really deeply love it and 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 to trust in that process of, you know, writing for a little bit more fine-tuned, mature audience and know that that was the listener I would impact most. Mm -hmm.
2: Did you experience any aha moments while pulling together the details of those songs on the album? And if so, what surprised you the most about some of those moments?
3: I've always enjoyed growing as a songwriter. I can't imagine the young songwriter me who had such a limited narrative perspective. I, I could only write from a fairly first person perspective. And what I've really enjoyed, um, as I've grown and this album being no exception, in fact, we've leaned into it even harder this time was, um, being able to free myself from my story and my stories and really step into the skin of a lot of other people as we unfolded these narratives and, and think about, um, you know, in writing a song like, uh, girls like me uh what other women are impacted by feeling on the fringes um they may not have my story but they may have my feelings or we may share Mm -hmm. an overlap in uh desires or dreams and and to really speak to that and so we invited all these women to be a part of the video from 90 years old to one year old Mm, that's great you know sort of sort of embodying that diversity and yet that common you know, goal, dream, desire, feeling, sentiment. It was a good feeling to understand that when you sort of tap into a narrative perspective that is more archetypal, as you mm-hmm. were saying earlier, you can just sort of go deeper and wider in a, in a real genuine way. I Will Take You In was another one. Um, it was a seed from Mark's sense of uh, concern about the, the back and forth, between these refugee populations who aren't choosing the war that's tearing their Mm -hmm. countries apart. And at the same Mm -hmm. time, um, aren't being chosen by the populations that they're, that they're fleeing to. And what is the sort of good Samaritan golden rule across the religious lines way of understanding how to treat the other or the stranger Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. stepping into a bit of a wider narrative perspective that, is not just a Christian perspective, which is a sort of a safe brotherly love perspective of our culture, but looking at like all the faiths and and finding that common thread and then speaking to that in that context of a really uncomfortable global conversation. Mm, but those were all moments for me. Like the more I could step out of and work with Mark and broadening our narrative perspective, the more we could singularly address these things with a powerful
2: Voice. Excellent. Did you face any obstacles uh, as you were pulling together some of those songs on the album? And if so, what do you find discouraging?
3: <laughs> well, the music business is discouraging. It's,
2: yeah, the, I the, can if imagine. If you have
3: a, a fixed idea of the music, of making a record for money, then mm-hmm. your idea is going to mm-hmm. disappoint you. So, like, yeah. the understanding that we were making a record to make a record and as a marketing tool and as a creative tool to reach hearts, not as a return on investment sort of situation. And that it it might have a return on investment if we looked at it wisely and all the different ways we could bring it into the world. Mm -hmm. So the disappointments would have been, you know, expecting it to do something financially that I don't think a lot of records are poised to do anymore because we don't have a distribution model that supports money. Mm -hmm. But it certainly takes money to make a record a good record. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the other things, uh, well, knowing that toward the end we had to release the album before I had a baby, knowing that um, that was going to sort of shift my focus, uh, my dominant time and focus. So knowing that I couldn't tour it and I would have to just let it be a digital release and a radio release Mm -hmm. while I, you know, Mm -hmm. while I gave birth and had a baby and, you know, became the mom of the toddler, I couldn't, tour behind it, and I think that, you know, in the traditional understanding of the music business, that's a big no-no, but I didn't have another choice, and Mm -hmm. I had to just trust that it would get the right people (laughs) Mm -hmm. over
2: time, you know, and that it
3: wouldn't go bad just because it didn't need, it didn't have touring.
2: Right, that's right. When you finished the album, was it hard for you to put some of the elements, your characters away within your songs, or do you feel like they're still living with you?
3: Oh, I don't think you ever get to. Um, put them away because you perform them all the time. So you embody, you embody the essence of that character mm-hmm. or that vibration over and over again in performance.
2: Mm-hmm. How have you, can you give us a little bit of um, an idea of how you've been able to embody it uh, within your presence on the stage? I've seen so many um, advertisements and I, and I hate to say living all the way in California I wish I could be present <laughs> so what I have access to is your music but how do you embody that presence on the stage hmm
3: well on a good day I just try to step into the sort of essence of what that song was intended to do mm-hmm. and try to live live into that with the performance uh, we recently recorded a Uh, a bunch of songs for a live taping uh, this past weekend and uh, I revisited them uh, with that lens and, and, and tried to really tap into sort of what are we creating here and how do we best capture it and how does the band best support it and where are the dramatic pauses that we maybe didn't, you know, that we need to emphasize or what is the dialogue that needs to preclude it so that mm-hmm. it breathes a little life and context into it for the people in the room. And so those are those are the ways that we try to embody it, you know, and mm. make agreements on stage as a band that nobody's doing anything goofy to hijack the experience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you know, it's, it's a fine line though. I mean, you want to be entertaining, but you also don't want to be like so somber.
2: Absolutely. So
3: you have to bring humor to the stage whenever you have, yeah, you, you know, yeah. songs of, so, you know, I try to always have a, a little story or a little way to share it that touches on each person's humanity in the room and my own <laughs> so That's that, beautiful. so that we can, you know, enjoy the song together. Mm, that's great. What was the name of that live taping? Um, we just taped it on Sunday, so we, didn't, we haven't given it a
2: name. Okay. Hmm. So can, where will people be able to find it when they're
3: ready? I will be putting some of the videos and recordings up on, on YouTube and okay, um, on my YouTube channel. And I believe that uh, we are going to be launching a Patreon uh, page within the next few weeks. which is just another way to build relationship with creators patreon was created where um people like uh who love the arts who may not be able to make it out because they have to make dinner for kids and you know or they have you know geographical issues you know Mm -hmm. i think they still want to support the arts and artists like me still want to be connected with patrons who live in other places that i've met along the road while touring but i have uh some family responsibilities right now that don't let me tour as often so What it allows is for us to have a digital platform to investigate um, songs and share things exclusively. So I'll be launching the Patreon page and giving gifting all those patrons all of that material, regardless of whether we felt great about it or not. Just to be like, this is a part of the experience that we have. Like this is like you showed up to the show. This is what you get. There's a lot of radio interviews and really cool stuff that isn't commercially available that we're going to put on that Patreon as well.
2: Beautiful. And is that how they get a hold of your album, No Moment But Now? By the way? Uh, you can actually get that across all platforms. It's on okay. iTunes, it's
3: on Spotify, it's Excellent. on Amazon Music. Uh, it's on, I think it's on Pandora. I don't know. I can't remember. It's kind of a blur.
2: Okay, that's okay. And I'm sure that everybody, all of our listeners have access to all of those platforms. And so with that said, Wendy, this has been amazing. And I just want to thank you Uh, On behalf of myself and everyone for sharing your beautiful story, for all of your creative gifts and talents, there's nothing better than hearing songs that accompany real experiences that inspire people through their difficult life experiences. And so I just want to thank you for sharing these beautiful, heartfelt gifts of insight. Uh, Thank you for um, inviting me to be a part of your work. You're welcome. And to all of our listeners out there, I invite you to stay connected through the break as we hear one of Wendy's beautiful songs called Every Second. So stay tuned.
0: We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Everything changes. All roads lead to an end. Yet, here on the sea of the setting sun, you can experience the bliss of movement and never say goodbye. With the wind at your side, swaying to the currents of life, you can listen to velvety skies whispering inviting you to pause and reflect along this lover's aisle. Conscious healing and consulting facilitates new levels of empowerment, growth and awareness using techniques rooted in wisdom, traditions of the heart and other ways of knowing. While we can't change difficult situations in your past, we will work together to better understand your present circumstances for a more meaningful life. Why not slow down and set yourself free? Let the wonder of your heart, soul, and imagination set sail for a change. Visit Conscious Healing and Consulting on the web at ConsciousHealingConsult.com.
2: Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, Philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's
0: blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to Love, Psyche, and Soul with Danielle Burns. If you have a question about our program or story you'd like to share with our listeners, we'd love to hear from you by email to soul at gmail.com. Again, that's soul at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for staying tuned in. As I have a beautiful song I'd like to share with you from our guest, Wendy Kelowna, a soulful singer and songwriter legend in Austin, Texas. And you're going to find a soothing, meaningful message in this song. So let's go ahead and listen to that now.
4: a big believer in breaking off the past but sometimes oh sometimes we should let the moments last that put a crack inside us shattered dreams like glass but sometimes oh sometimes dreams are simply meant to pass it's just a circle It's just a season It's how we measure When there's no reason And it slips right past It fades away Every second, every hour, every day I just want I lit a candle for you Made a wish in blue Sometimes I swear this house Is shifting and it's you So much I wanna ask you So much I wanna share What I wouldn't give to hear your laughter Once more in my ears It's just a circle just a season it's how for shame now, no time for regret But sometimes, oh, sometimes time is all that we have left The you that I remember Would laugh at me and say Lift those empty eyes, girl, you gotta win another day Cause it's a circle It's just a season. It's how.
2: every hour every day oh I love that so much you know the poetic dramatic language of songwriting is a beautiful way of connecting with the psyche or soul into broader areas of expansion and ways that evoke meaning we encounter these experiences and discover a realm of knowing through creative processes and vocational endeavors. And this brings us to a few important questions. And that is, is this experience applicable uh, to everyone? Is this aspect of the self a direct reflection of an approach to understanding or perhaps a model uh, we should follow? Where do we begin? How do these self-aspects allow us to explore a sense of otherness or we-ness within the context of gender, relationships, or humanity? Are these ideas relevant to one's true understanding of the self? And how do we allow the voice of we or other to take shape within our lives? These questions create anxiety for many people. There's so many dimensions uh, to consider. In the political and historical climate in which knowledge is gained, the issue of gender and race, contextual issues in which meaning is derived, even the way one writes, or the way um, in which one lives in the world, are all important components of evaluation. However, meaning also entails a sense of scholarship of the whole self, not solely from the perspective of the rational eye, dealing exclusively with the ego and the knowable within culture, where other unknowable parts become relevant. This not only allows or makes possible the ability to look at an issue from another perspective or angle, but serves to deconstruct the nature of both inner and outer opposing mindsets. And this opening into the creative, imaginative spaces of the unknowable parts. Allow, allow one to venture into an exploration Of the otherness within. Active imagination leads the way, and of course we'll be talking more about active imagination uh, another time, but we'll reflect on that terminology in terms of how it allows us to develop a powerful understanding of wholeness, allowing that sense of wholeness to be alive, set free from dominant constraints of personal and cl- uh, cultural influences. And this process helps us examine certain life experiences and to entangle the mystery of personal encounters. So in light of that understanding, I wrote a song about how everything in life expresses itself in meaningful ways so in returning to the set of questions of how meaning is made we can explore this notion from the perspective of how gratitude renders the greatest source of meaning in the understanding of self and other so sit back and enjoy this beautiful gift and now we will close with our featured song It's enjoyed today's show Um, our beautiful musical gifts wendy's interview she is amazing and i will see you all again next week for another episode of soothing melodies and moving discussion right here have a blessed holiday and weekend everyone
0: thank you for listening to love psyche and soul Please join Danielle Burns for another episode of Rich Stories and Healing Melodies next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, we wish you a weekend full of heartfelt wisdom.